0: Today, we have another special guest that joins the pod, Audrey Falcon, the former head of Europe at Deliveroo, who embarked on a unique journey. He hopped on board at Deliveroo during the Series A stage and rode the wave all the way to Series F. However, he decided to leave this delicious endeavor to dive into a new venture, coaching exceptional CEOs and C-level executives. And his mission? To help them not only grow, Grow their business, but also themselves, both at work and in life. The companies he coached were collectively valued at a whopping $5 billion, and they were buzzing with a remarkable net promoter score of 90. And Audrey's clients were so impressed that they kept urging him to share his coaching magic with even more of their peers and talented individuals within their organizations. And that's when the spark of inspiration struck. Audrey began crafting, fine-tuning, and operating a revolutionary coaching approach, making professional coaching accessible to all. And just like that, Wave was born. Riding a new wave of coaching innovation. Audrey and I dive into how questions can outshine mere directives in yielding improved answers, harnessing the strength of mutual growth, how coaching isn't a finite series of events with set timelines. It's an enduring journey throughout life. The essential stages of navigating life with purpose and wisdom, the power of writing as a tool for introspection, unveiling the coach within us, and strategies to awaken its potential, and finally, understanding the context of our individual journeys and recognizing that there's no one-size-fits-all approach. I hope you all enjoy our conversation. (laughs)
1: I'm 44, so meaning that I've got more than 20 years of professional experiences, and what I've done during those 20 years has always been related to coaching. But I didn't know that. So basically, I was a leader, a manager, a doer. But in anything that I was doing, one of the things that drives me is to help the others basically succeed in their in their role and and their task. And so. I did a few things, you know, banking, consulting, and I did a lot of entrepreneur journey within scale And at the age of 37, something, basically, I decided to quit that work for personal reasons. I, had, um, I have a particular uh, family situation because I've got a disabled kid. And I wanted to basically find my independence. So I just just started to completely change my way of working, and I didn't know exactly what I what I wanted to do. But a lot of uh, investment funds who knew me from my past stories basically just asked me if I could help other entrepreneurs, so CEOs that were starting startups or were pretty much advanced in their startup journey, so Series A, B, C, D, F but without naming exactly what was the need. Was it advisory? Was it mentoring? Was it something else? I didn't know, but I started that because I felt it was very meaningful, purposeful to help the other succeed in their story. And so I started to, to liaise with uh, several CEOs in, uh, from several startups, and I started to help them. And some people came to me asking for counsel asking for advice and i got the questions because it's easy to get a console it's more reassuring, i will say but i did not like that posture for a single reason which is if you give the answer to someone who's doing something i don't think this is the best way to help him or to help her and the reason why is because that person has a singularity so that person has to develop his or her own singularity to be the champion of her or his own category. So to me, the questions are the answers. And when you state that, this is where you begin to have uh, the posture of a coach because the coach is not here to give you the answers. The coach is here to help you reflect on where you are, why you are here, and what is it that you can find on your own way to, you know, become successful or or happier in what you do, whether it's in work or or in life. So I started to have that coaching posture. I trained myself. So I I went to the NCAD, I get certified in coaching. And the more I was doing that, so the more it became obvious that that was an obvious thing to do. And by the way, we shall define what coaching is. Uh, to help in a very powerful manner the people, but I felt that there were many limitations and at some point I had a choice to make. Am I still continuing to do as a a craftsman helping a few hundred people, or is there a way to think about it very differently and to help thousands, maybe millions of people accessing to that practice that is extremely powerful and that is actually a practice that not a lot of people can access for many reasons that we can discuss.
0: So you know, it's interesting. It sounded like, from my perspective, there that that you were pretty aware to see that gap in the market, right? And I'm already starting to to sense you have a very logical way of thinking, right? Like coaching is not about telling someone how to do something. It's about showing someone how to do something. And that's, you know, successful therapists, it's very similar, right? The therapist isn't sitting there telling you you should or shouldn't do these things. It's helping you discover and explore the things that you've already gone through but might not be aware that they happened or what the message or the meaning or the reason for that thing happening. And so you have a very interesting perspective and a logical brain, it sounds like, to say, well, hold up, we need to really help people understand what coaching really is and understand the function and the power of successful coaching and what that return looks like and what that process looks like.
1: Yeah. And it starts by defining what coaching is. By defining it well, you'll see many different definitions. So after years of experience and having coaching hundreds of CEOs, I basically came up with my own definition of coaching, which is the one that we apply at Wave. And so that definition is pretty simple. Professional coaching is a must-have, and i explain why, that provides you as a client with the intellectual challenge and the emotional support, and it's both, that you need to continue to grow and to grow so that you basically deploy your best life, be it at work or in life. And why is it a must-have? It's a must-have because you're nothing without the help of the others. It never happens. We all grow together. You all grow better, faster, in a more sustainable way if you do that with someone else. And even more, if you do that with a professional, uh, think about top athletic coaches, for instance. They push you out of your comfort zone. They help you achieve something that felt impossible that you actually can achieve. So why would it be different for what life changes? So that's why it's a must-have. So professional coaching is a must-have, in my view, to basically live what you want to live, be it at work or in life. Then... It's here to help you and to provide you with the intellectual challenge and the emotional support that you need. So it's all about asking the questions so that you feel challenged intellectually, but find your own solution. And so that, because not everything is rational, obviously, but so that you feel supported emotionally as well. So by asking the right questions, coaching and a good coach, helps you basically self-reflect on where you are at, what is it that you like to do and where you want to go so that you can progressively unlock what currently locks you and what makes you feel a gap between what what is important for you and what is it that you're actually living. And that that's why it's a must-have and that's the way to provide that support. And If you do that on a continuous basis, on a regular basis, because it's not, there is no magical stick in my view. So it's a question of being resilient, doing that in a continuous manner. And so, meaning that it's a lifelong journey. And that's part of the limitation that I wanted to actually overcome with Wave, because it's very difficult to find a coach that's gonna ha- who's gonna help you basically do that over a lifelong journey and really understand who you are, how you are basically evolving. So that's my definition of coaching, and because I felt some limitation in how coaching was currently done and how I could also deliver that coaching, we can dig into that if you want. Well, I came with that idea of Wave, which is basically a coaching app, but a coaching app behind which there is a coaching team working for you, empowered by tech and AI. And this form of coaching happens through the app on your own terms and in a written form. So we're basically completely changing the paradigm so that everyone can access to that practice that, again, I feel is a must-have and a very powerful tool to grow, basically. That answer your question?
0: Yes, you 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 did. And so there are two threads I want to pull on there that I, I really liked. And we talked about this a little bit earlier too. But you're leaving, metaphorically speaking, you were leaving out breadcrumbs for individuals to follow. And scientifically, it is proven that those things stick and we learn a lot better as humans when we go through the actions on our own. So yes, we get the assistance, the support, the emotional support that you're talking of, but in order for it to really be embedded in our minds and those pathways to be created, we need to take the action. We need to do the work. And having that support system with our coach or another individual or community, of course, ensures that as we take those steps, we can hopefully increase the chances of success on that
1: mission. Yeah, and your point is extremely important because it's by the action that you move. But to move correctly, to move in the right direction, You need to reflect on where you are. So, you know, with WAVE, we have a very simple uh, uh, framework that we keep on using because it's universal to do coaching. We call it the ride. So basically, when you work with WAVE, you ride the wave. And you ride ride your wave. And riding is not just a nice word. It's an acronym. An acronym where each letter means something. So the R is for reflect. That's the first step before taking any action. So reflecting is reflecting about where you are, what is it that you really want, what is it that really blocks you, and what is it that you really want to live, be it at work in life. The I of the ride means investigate because when you know where you are and where you want to go, then the question is to find, to search by questioning things, what is fundamentally locking you? And you, know, there are tough things that come in your mind because they are the surface of the thing. But the more you question things, the deeper you go and the more accurate you are on what is the true lockers. So once you find that thing that locks you, then this is the D of the ride. You do something. So to your point, it's not just about thinking and conceptualizing things. It's about putting yourself into action with the real world and trying things. And it doesn't have to be big steps. It has to be small things on a regular basis. And that's not the last step because the E of the ride means elevate. Once you've done something... It might work, it might not work, but at the end of the day, you've always learned something. And so you need to elevate yourself on, okay, what is it that I've done, why I've done it, and what is it that I've learned so that your future self be- basically benefits from that. And so that's exactly the point. It's n- not just about questioning. It's about questioning to put your, yourself in, in, in the right motion to achieve your goals, basically.
0: I love that acronym. I love the framework and I think there's so much value that that can bring anybody even outside of like coaching, just in, in in life. It's so it's such a great ecosystem. It's interesting. I had on a former guest Hazard Lee. He's a US Air Force fighter pilot. And one of the things that he said is most important to mission success is the debrief. So they'll spend 3 to 5 hours Debriefing a mission, no matter how quote unquote perfect they thought the mission went. So they'll listen to a radio transmission 10, you know, 15 times. They will continue to go over that mission because there's always a way for them to elevate, right? To get better, to become more efficient, to work better as a team that next mission. And I think there's so much power for all of us to really elevate in our life and not become complacent because. I feel as you get become more successful, whatever that definition is for that varies for each of us, that there is a habit or quicksand where we kind of get stuck and complacent as to where we are. And so the E, I think, is a great way to make sure that we're recycling that process as we continue through our wave. I love that acronym. That's awesome.
1: Absolutely. And and elevating could be because you've progressed, you've been progressing on something. But even though, as you've said in your example, even though you've been regressing, it's a great learning because it means that you've become aware of something that you you weren't aware And that was probably the main locker. So whatever happened, the point is not, that's why I was saying there is no magical stick. It's a process. It's an ongoing process. And the more you do it, the more it becomes natural. And the more it becomes natural, the more it becomes powerful because you keep on repeating that. It's like you know, talking about the analogy of the wave. So you go up, you go down. The point, and there are big waves, there are small waves, but at the end of the day, what's gonna make you ride your life is the fact that you go back to the water and you go back again. And you can't do that because it's not an effort. It's a pleasure basically because you learn something.
0: Yeah, it's, it's very similar to when we're children and we're learning how to ride a bike, right? Looking at the bike as a little kid, as a little boy, a little girl, you're looking at this bike, and you're like, man, this thing looks intimidating. It's big, it's scary, and the training wheels are being taken off for the first time. And you hop on and you get three feet, five feet, and you fall off and you scrape your, your knee, And you most likely cry about it. You're frustrated about it. But the most important thing is not the fall. It's the getting back up on the bike and learning to enjoy the ride. And I feel as we enter into our professional lives or get into the chaos of lives, we forget that important piece of riding the wave and enjoying the surf, enjoying the ride on the bike. Because I mean, why else are we here, right? Is to enjoy the process of life, not be intimidated by it, but embrace it. Yeah, absolutely. So how are you implementing WAVE in your personal life or the acronym RIDE for for you? What is that? I know the process conceptually is the same, but how are you, what are some specifics as to how you're constantly elevating your game in your life? Because like we were talking about earlier, it becomes somewhat challenging for some of us as we continue to scale up our life to to see that next plateau, right? But if there was an end in sight, then the journey wouldn't be as exciting. So what are some of these exercises you're putting yourself through or those close to you that have done this successfully to some practices, exercises daily that that you do?
1: So there are many answers to that. But if if I had one very simple and first answer to give you, and that's why WAVE is done in a written mode because people, you know, we're in a world where we just consume things. Uh, we are in an images, you know, in immediate uh, relationship to the thing, and so you can feel that you're doing something or you're reflecting on something, but you never really anchor those things. So the tool that we are using, it's in itself an answer to your question, is to write things. That's why Wave is a written. Discussion. It's a written conversation with wave. And by writing things, there are many, many awesome things that happen. First, it means that you take the time. It's not just about you know saying things orally, but you take the time to write things. And so there are many things that are happening there. Because you take the time, you write more, you go further, you go deeper. Because you write, your brain or the things that happen in your, in, in you know, the, the unconscious part just emerge basically because you keep on writing. But most importantly, because you write, basically you create yourself a system of records, meaning that everything that you say or that you've been discussing is actually written. Meaning what? Meaning that you can go back to something that you said six months later and that actually resonates a lot for a specific topic that you currently have so it's something that you do but it's something that wave can push you to do so saying for instance okay scott do you remember that six months ago you told me exactly the same thing oh no i don't remember yeah go back to that specific section and reread yourself reread yourself what does it tell you do you see a pattern is there something that you've overcome, or are you still stuck with the same question? And we are all stuck. We are often all stuck with the same question. We just forget that. So, to your question, the fact that it's written is a tool in itself that changes everything. And once things are written, you can reread them, but you can also start dataifying them because that's another tool. Instead of just having something you know, in your heart or mind, you can see it because you, you, you can see, for instance, the number of occurrence of word that you've been using. I'm anxious, I fear. So if we were just in a, you know, verbal discussion, it will be very difficult for me to marrow it to you so that you really, it becomes obvious for you. But since you've been writing it, I just have to show you that you've been writing it. I just have to show you the data and the number of times you've been saying that. I can give you statistics on that. So it's going to help you reflect very differently because you realize something that you weren't aware of.
0: I love this because it is pointing out the use of our vocabulary and certain or vocabulary over time has a really big impact on our behaviors, our habits, lack thereof, how we think about the world, our perspective. And so being able to identify the vocabulary we're using, I think it's a really powerful way to for us to correct course, right? Or at least understand why do I continue to use the these limiting terms? Why do I have these limiting beliefs? Why do I feel self-conscious about this, right? Why behind everything? And that, that sits at the core of what we were talking about earlier, uh, the breadcrumbs leading us to the why.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It's the why, it's the how, and it's then the what is it I'm doing with that. And so that's all the purpose of what we're doing. It's... Uh, Helping you a accessing to that practice because we haven't talked about that, but very few people can actually access it. And because it's too expensive, because it's difficult to find the right person, because it's inconsistent over time, it's very difficult to you know do a coaching journey over a long long time with the same person. There will be always limitation. So first access to that practice, but then when you access to that practice doing it differently so that you recreate a lifelong system of records of your own evolution basically and you don't do that alone there is an entity wave with people behind it working for you that help you keep on reflecting and that help you keep on growing so you'll be someone at 20 years old you'll be someone else at 30 years old you'll be someone else at 40 years old but in all cases This is the story of your life. So it's written and we keep on helping you reflecting on that.
0: Mm. Is there a visual that you guys or analytics that you're putting together for your clients to show them that growth? Like, look at, you know, hey, happy five year anniversary with us. Look at where you were at 25 or 35 years old, because we talk about, you know, reflection, but understanding where we came from is a powerful fuel of momentum to continue the motivation and excitement to keep on pushing and growing.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So we're doing that in many, many ways. So I'm going to give you just two examples. There is one very pragmatic one that we keep on doing almost every four to five weeks. So it's very short term. But we just ask you to take a moment to step back on what you've been doing for five to five weeks, given your progression. And you're going to see your, because we data everything, so you're going to see your progress. And again, progress could be a regression because you become aware of something. So basically, you visualize it through a graph. We give you also, as I told you, some occurrence of words. So uh, it could be a, a word cloud, basically, showing you that you keep on using the same words. And what does it tell you? What does it tell you about where you are? So that's one answer. Another answer, and again, there are so many techniques. That's all the point of wave. We aggregate all the techniques of coaching that we can because we're using tech to do that. But another way to accelerate that learning, for instance, is to project you and asking you, okay, Scott, you're facing difficulties. Think about you as if you were 80 years old and talk to yourself. What is it that you will tell you? What is it that you will advise you? So I'm not going to advise you. That's not my posture. This is a this is a coaching posture. But I'm going to help you reflect on what is it that you really want because the best coach actually lies in you, lies inside you. But you make it emerge you need that entity you need that sparring partners that help you find some techniques or exercises to better reflect so you know if you're at the end of your life and you look back and you advise the 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 little scott what is it that that person will tell you what matters
0: According to a survey conducted on 2,000 individuals, 59% of Americans find it extremely difficult to balance work and their personal schedules. In fact, the average participant claimed to be so busy, they only get about 26 minutes of free time a week. That doesn't leave a lot of time to cook a healthy meal this fall. Factor. America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit can help you fuel up fast with chef prepared dietitian dietician-approved, ready-to-eat meals delivered straight to your door. You'll save time, eat well, and stay on track with your healthy lifestyle this fall. With Factor, skip the extra trip to the grocery store and chopping, prepping, and cleaning up too while still getting the flavor and nutritional quality you need. This September, get factor and enjoy eating well without the hassle. Simply choose your fresh, never frozen meals and enjoy flavor-packed meals delivered to your door, ready in just two minutes, no prep. No mess. Head to factormeals.com slash motivated50 and use code motivated50 to get 50% off. That's code motivated50 at factormeals.com slash motivated50 to get 50% off. You know, there's another exercise with this that I truly love, and it's the opposite of this. So, What would the 80-year-old tell the 20-year-old? That's great, and I think that's really powerful. But for support and lifting us, what would the 10-year-old tell the 30-year-old us, right? Or the 40-year-old us? Because how many of us are in a certain spot within our progress in life and struggle to really appreciate our surroundings or our successes or our wins or even our challenges? And for a lot of us listening... I bet a majority of us would have never thought that 10 or 15 year old boy or girl, right, would say, wow, that's where you are in your life. That's what you've accomplished. That's what you're doing. That's where you live. That's who you're with, right? Those are the experiences you get to do. And so I I think there's two ends of the spectrum that you can lean into for that exercise, right? The 80 year old reflecting back to the younger version, the younger version reflecting back onto the current age version. Absolutely. And it's limitless.
1: The number of exercises that you can apply is limitless. The point is which exercise is going to resonate the most for you, given where you are at that moment at, with that specific topic. And so even if one exercise does not resonate, it's not a, a problem. We're going to bring you another one. So it could be the one you've mentioned. It could be something else, like provocating you. We were talking about coaching as a a way to provide you some intellectual challenge and emotional support. You could be supported because you feel very bad and that's super important to be here. So it's empathic listening, just letting you, you know, share things and, and basically dealing a little bit better, you know, making sure that your basket is empty, your emotional basket is empty. That's very powerful. But if you keep on complaining yourself, at some point, this is where the challenge can come and where it could be a little bit provocative. Like, okay, do you realize that it's been five years that you keep, five years or five weeks that you keep on complaining without acting? So, what is it that you want to do? What is it that you have to win by doing that? What does that say in terms of how you protect yourself? So, It's another way to provide some support emotionally or some challenge intellectually, but it's not necessarily a smooth way. And it's important also to provocate things if you don't progress.
0: Mm. What do you think is some of the most common? So if we were to aggregate all your users, and I know it's not probably tied to names, right? just demographics, but what are some of the most common challenges that people are facing and why they're using WAVE? right? Is there three or four that seem to be the most prominent that you look at that, wow, a majority of users, and even through your personal coaching experience, your career prior, this is what I noticed most people struggled with.
1: Well, there there are so many, but uh, top of my mind, things around self-confidence. I like to be more confident. I like to, 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 to develop it. And that's a, a very interesting topic because it touched the vulnerability. So not a lot of people admit, acknowledge, can voice the fact that they don't feel confident, especially in the work, working environment. It's difficult for some people. So having a space, a safe space where you can be, basically just let it go and say, look, I feel like a crap. I, I don't know how to do that. I feel like an imposter. I keep on saying that it's fine, but it's not. So where are you, where where can you put that? Well, you can put that in the safe space. Coaching is here for that. Wave does that. Another example, you you told me like three. We hear a lot of things around the work life balance, and uh, it's an obvious topic. But you know, at times where you know everything goes super fast, where you want to be the champion. As a mom, for instance, or as a dad, uh, and you also need to be great at work and uh, you also want to be an athlete, so doing five, uh, five hours of sports uh, a week and you want everything because we, are, we, we keep on receiving those messages and you're yeah, being the best. But being the best, is it always pushing more or is it accepting that less is probably more? So doing less and doing less is part of you know, rethinking about your work-life balance, re- rethinking about how, what is it that you really want, what is it that is also realistic you can dream of a lot of things, but at some points you know, it's about dreaming so what is realistic so that you really live it, so work-life balance topic, especially when you're a leader of an organization is something that comes very often and again, there are It's not because it's a topic. There are as many topics as there are person. If I'm a woman, 30 years old, living in England, and if I am a young man, 25 years old, living in Australia, I can have the same issue of work-life balance. But the way you're going to address it and the way we're going to guide you to find it has nothing to do because what matters is that it's hyper contextualized. What, why your balance is that difficult for you, given who you are, what you do. And for your last example, if you want, because you asked me for three, is things around productivity, things about efficiency. So what is it to be really efficient? Everyone wants to optimize the time. Everyone wants to try to be super relevant sharp in what they do and spending the less time to do it and so the notion of efficiency comes very often whatever the role whatever the seniority whatever the age or the gender obviously and you know those type of elements around productivity also you know there are obvious things where you you're probably missing some you know basic skills to be efficient like you're know, organizing your calendar in the different manner, uh, being super focused, you know, that's a lot of things that come in the surface. But there is also a lot of things below the surface related to efficiency that actually relates to the perception of what being efficient means. What is it to be really efficient? And so things like that where you actually realize that Being just focusing on one goal and not on many goals, you know, matters a lot because you can not do everything, but you can do something very, very well. And so those type of things, again, you can think about them alone. You can read a lot of books and you can have some realization. But at the end of the day, it's going to be very difficult to move and to really create a new system for yourself in a sustainable manner that is meaningful for you, given your values, what is it that you want today, if you don't do that with someone else, that helps you. And that's the, that's the job of the coach. That's why WAVE works with those people.
0: That, that brought up two things for me. The first is, you said this earlier, you know, and I completely agree, I've said this on the podcast before, we live in a society where instant reward happens all the time, right? If we want a dopamine hit, we open up our computer, we we pick up our cell phone, turn on the TV, whatever it might be. And because of that, I think that it instigates or has added this idea that I just want to get to the answer as quickly as possible, which means inevitably for most people that we skip over the hard work in the middle of discovering the why, how, when, why we're doing all of these things or not doing these things and we want to fly right past it. And I think there's also this misunderstanding that there's one size that fits all. I have 320 episodes I've done on this podcast and some of them are talking about concepts and techniques that may work for some people and may not work for other people or have worked for me but not might not work for somebody else. And I get a lot of DMs or a lot of questions and I try to be careful about, listen, this may work for you. But to your point, the person in England, the person in Australia, it's completely different based on the context of the individual and what they went through and what their experience or how they behave or how they don't behave for them to get through those moments, right? Or accelerate above those moments. But we always think it's this one size fits all. We always want to categorize and place things into a bucket, right? Democrat, Republican, male, female. Like we always want to put categories and put them in little columns and it just doesn't always work that way. And I think that's a real shock to a, a lot of us.
1: Yeah, I, I, and your point is so critical, so important. And everything that we do has one sole purpose. We are, Wave is an expert of your context. And everything is hyper contextualized because, as you said, it's not a question of one technique or another. You know, many techniques can work. The same technique can work for the same people or for many different people. But the point is how you understand that thing, how it relates to your specific context, to your singularities. And to do that well, To bring it in a professional manner, you need to really, truly understand the person you're working with. So, you know, it's not a chat GPT thing where basically you ask a question and nobody understands you. Nobody knows you behind. It's a question of you are in a journey where the more you go, the more you tell your story, the more we actually know your story and the more we also dataify it. And at some points, this is where we know you exactly and very well so that we can help you in the best manner. For instance, you're going to tell me that you're super stressed today. And you know, if you just tell me that and I don't have the, the, some data, well, I'm going to work on that. If I realize that you're super stressed, but if I know that three years ago, because you write it to me, that this specific day, is a day that is very special for you because you had a trauma, you had a personal drama at that specific date. So it's a birthday date. Well, I'm not going to understand the same thing. I'm not going to listen to you to, in the, the, the same manner and I'm not going to be able to bring you the same thing. So maybe if I have that data and if I can recall it, and that's all the point of having a system of record and having someone mirror the data that you've been sharing, I'm going to be able to tell you, well, do you realize that we are July X and that actually you told me three years ago that that day something very special happened? Do you think there is a pattern here? And you can say no, or you can say yes. But in all cases, it's another way to progress and to better get your context. So to help you better.
0: Yeah, I I love that. That context piece, you know, I I think I I shared an episode a, a bit back, but it focused, or at least part of it, centered around the fact that, isn't it interesting that many companies have a board of directors? And those board of directors know you, they understand the business, they, you can bounce ideas off of them, they can kind of push back on you, they can kind of push back on maybe how they think of it a little differently, but they have the context of knowing who you are. I think beyond coaching, and a coach could be part of this, but we should have a personal board of directors, right? Individuals that know us, that have contacts, that understand who we are, that understand those dates, understand our journey, understand our struggles, understand our past. And I I just think it's interesting because you can look at a lot of businesses and say, well, could some of these things implemented within the business world be applicable to my personal world? And why would they be applicable? And how could they be beneficial to my personal
1: world? Exactly. And that's all the, the phases of Wave. It's behind that app, it's not just one brainy coach to come back to your board of directors. It's actually multiple coaching brands working for you. And so those multiple coaching brands who are empowered by tech data, not only they've got you know your context of our lifelong period, we have correlation, but also those people have different vision of the world. They have different interpretation of what could help you or not. So you do not just rely to one person. You actually have access to many others. And if it doesn't work with someone, and if you're still stuck in your topic with one person, no worries. Someone else is going to take it and bring you a different vision of the world to help you, you know, keep going. So it's all about having a dedicating coaching team for you behind behind wave. And that's exactly what we're trying to do, bringing you a board of, so not director, but coaching brands, so that wherever you go, whatever your age, whatever your journey, well, you've got the help that you need to keep on going.
0: Mm. I always found that so interesting and we forget about that, right? That there's so many billions of perspectives Right. There's billions of people on this world that come with their own singular view on the world. And we get so caught up in thinking that the world is defined through our eyes or colors look the way that they do through our eyes or smells or things that we hear are all the same and we're hearing and seeing the same things. And it's like, no, there are billions and billions of different versions of the color blue or who Scott is or who Stacy is or Audrey and so on and so forth. I I think that that is just such a remarkable understanding and thing to remind ourselves
1: of. Yeah. Because yes, human nature is something that you can model. We are all the same in a certain manner. We all go through We'll all go through difficult... There is 100% chance that we go through a difficult period. We'll, we will all go through post-trauma period. We'll all go through successful period, fulfilling period. So we, we are the same. We are same, same, but we are very different. And the difference, to come back to what we said, and to the billions of things, it's billions of context. And actually, you know what? In my view, it's not just billions of context related to billions of people it's thousands of contexts for the same person because again you won't be the same at 20 years 30 years 40 years old and so that's where you you need to keep on you know being aware basically it doesn't mean that you need to have a, to have to make a big effort it needs to, you you need to have, you need to feel verticalized this is what i call being verticalized or being well anchored finding your true self Knowing where you want to go, what is it that matters for you? And in between the two, you'll navigate basically with the move. And to navigate in the best manner, if you're helped by a professional, this is going to be probably more powerful and more sustainable.
0: I love this. I love this. So where where can people find Wave? Where can people sign up? And if they're interested to learn more, where can they also find more about Wave?
1: Yeah, it's, it's very simple wave.ai uh, you go on the website uh, you just have to get started we have thousands of people in the waitlist because as i said it's not a, uh, it's not a standalone product there are people behind so it's a high hand coaching service so whenever we have a place for those people we let them enter and they're going to start their journey with wave so very simple wave.ai and um, you can get started with that basically
0: I love it. And are you active on social media? Can, can people follow you? or And if so, where?
1: Yeah, well, I, I'm pretty low-key on social media, <laughs> just to be honest. I, I'm writing things, especially, you know, I only write when I feel that there is something meaningful to say. So I've been writing things about my vision of coaching, and I do that on LinkedIn, not a lot of other social media. But obviously, if you want to follow Wave, so we keep on pushing things on LinkedIn. Twitter, especially.
0: I love that. I love that. Well, perfect timing too, because Threads just came out via Instagram, and it seems to to be catching on over a hundred million users in less than a week or something. Yeah. Mind blowing. Well, this has been this has been wonderful. I appreciate you taking the time. I appreciate you sharing your wisdom and experience, and also your perspective on coaching. You know, you shared such a good sticky point and. Multiple times throughout this this episode, so I I appreciate you greatly and thank you for sharing that.
1: Well, thanks uh, to you, Scott, for having uh, offering me that with you. Thanks a lot.
0: Thanks for listening to the Motivated Mind with your host Scott Lynch. I hope you enjoyed our deep dive into the art of lifelong coaching with Audrey Falcon. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share with others, post about it on social media or leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok at MotivatedScott. Don't forget to join me every Monday and Thursday for new episodes. I love you all, and thanks so much for listening.